Hello, good day everyone, welcome to another episode of Magic the First Pioneers Podcast. This podcast is all about the Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer, and possibly Explorer? Yes. Still to be decided. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'll go ahead and introduce yourself, then we'll jump into today's topic, which is going to be addressing that hot button issue. Yes. So, hey, everybody. I'm the Japan Hobbyist, and I don't know if Kevin said his name, but he's Kevin. And um, I, That's it. Yep, that's all I am. Yes. Just Kevin. JK. Joke. Anyways. Uh, uh, yes. Anyways, yes. Uh, I'm Ryan. I'm the Cardboard Samurai from uh, the Tokyo area of Japan. And uh, today's topic, I kind of had to... Kind of had to convince uh, Kevin to do, um, just because, uh, like he said, you know, maybe explore. And I don't know. Do you want to introduce it, or should I keep going? No, please, please go ahead. Yeah. So I've been. I you know I went through a time where I totally deleted Arena for my PC. I didn't like playing anymore. I hated historic and everything. But you know, recently uh, they have. Uh, uh, how could I say? They've added Explorer to the the clients and i I re-downloaded it actually like a week or two ago and just started building pioneer stuff when you know they kind of had it when they made that announcement that there might be something in the future uh and uh, i thought today you know i'm gonna ask kevin why he he doesn't play or what would it take to get i'm trying to convert him to see you know the church of explorer so (laughs) So uh, I guess that, that let's do that today. Today I'll be in- interviewing you and trying to convert you, and I want to just get kind of like your feedback. Does that sound good? Yeah, that sounds great. I- I'm totally down with this idea. Okay. All right. So I guess first question: Do you play arena? I know you play Modo, but do you play arena? Well, you know, for the sake of it, no. It's been a long time since I've been on. Um, you know, I just reinstalled it so we could talk about this, but. Basically, no. I've got, you know, a couple sets that I enjoyed drafting. I went on and drafted on Arena, but for the most part, I don't play that much limited and wasn't really interested in standard. So, no, I pretty much have not been playing Arena at all. Okay. So, it's been a very long time since you've played Arena. Okay. Yeah. So, next question then. Um, you know, everyone's talking about Explorer. What have you heard of it? Like, what do you know of it? Oh, so I know the format. So, it's. Everything that's Pioneer legal that's already on Arena, and as they expand, they're supposed to be adding the rest of the cards. Essentially, you know, kind of the way they put it. Let me let me put it from the way I've seen it. Is that like they said they're going to add everything that's important so that you can play Pioneer as if it were real. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe there will be a couple things that fall through the gap, um, similar to you know some of the Moto formats are not perfect to how they are in paper like that's always been something that i haven't liked and that a lot of people haven't liked but as long as they get close Mm -hmm. like if there's you know if they didn't put the black implement from kaladesh into arena zero people who play pioneer are going to be impacted by Mm -hmm. that um so that's probably not a worry as long as they don't miss something that like does see play actively then that's probably fine Mm -hmm. um so yeah they're going to continue to add cards until they get to essentially a true to paper version of pioneer on arena which is what we've been asking for yes, i, I yes. want to say i mean are you kind of i mean it's kind of a little bit off subject but are you satisfied kind of with the decision to finally move towards pioneer i know we always said just make pioneer make pioneer but are, are you kind of happy that finally we're taking that first step yeah i'm pretty excited about it overall now, do you think i mean this is another off subject uh question do you think this will uh bring more people to the pioneer format in the future 
having the access, you know, to uh, Arena. I should think so. Um, even if they don't, you know, <clears throat> even if that's the only place that they play Pioneer, I still feel like that's more people looking at Pioneer content. That's more people mm-hmm. talking about Pioneer. It pushes uh, Wizards to make Pioneer for bigger events. I, I feel like it's all all around a net positive. Even if you're someone who plays Pioneer strictly on paper or strictly on Moto or both of those, I still think that this is a good thing for you. Okay, okay. All right, so next question then. Um, have you had a chance to play Exploria? I know you were telling me you were re-downloading uh, Arena the other day. Have you had a chance to throw uh, any decks together to, like, you know, play I haven't decks? yet, and that's where I'm kind of worried is, like, um, you know, let's say you're someone like me and you have nothing or next to nothing on Arena. How do I get an explorer deck where, where mm-hmm. do i go and you know can i go and pay five dollars and have an explorer deck yeah that that's kind of what I, one thing i wanted to talk about today is you know how these people that are just now getting arena can kind of start out i can kind of talk about my experiences um playing arena over the last you know year or two all right okay that'd be great so um well let me give you my thoughts real quick i did have a chance to play it uh yesterday i uh i played a um a best of one uh tournaments you know where you, you win like gems and packs random packs from uh non-standard sets which i thought was pretty cool and uh mm-hmm. i played uh, some of the the latter as well and one thing i kind of posted on my twitter i don't know if, if anybody's following me re- you know reads that um i actually enjoyed playing uh you know just you know grinding on the ladder more so than i ever had with standard well, standard was okay when I played standard. But that was a long, long time ago. But more so than I ever played, uh, or more than I ever enjoyed playing historic. Historic was always feel bads because I didn't want to spend my my wild cards on these jumpstart cards or these legacy cards, mm. you know, that that were in the format. It just seemed like a waste. It was never going to be a real format, and it was just kind of a waste of my time. And so I was trying to play fairly, and then like I'd always had unfair things done to me. But now I actually feel like. I can play Magic again on Arena, and that's just been a great feeling so far. And that's just my first day, first reaction. Okay, that's a good thing. Uh, so, next question then. Uh, will you eventually be playing Pine, sorry, Explorer on Arena then, like in the future? I'd like to think so. Like, I'm at least going to give it a shot. You know, I'll give it the old college try. Um, if it turns out that... You know, I can't really, then maybe I'll, I'll pull back. But it, I, I think I'm going to at least try to. And really where I think I'm worried is that, like, maybe I have a favorite deck mm-hmm. that I play. You know, I've got one deck that I can play Pioneer on Arena. Mm. That might be okay. But, like, I am definitely a brewer. I'm someone that tests every deck in the format because I like to, mm-hmm. you know, have a wealth of knowledge of the format. You know, both because I run a podcast and just because I'm kind of just like, I like to jump from deck to deck to deck. And I feel like that'd be tougher for me on Arena. So that, that's where I'm worried is that like, yeah, maybe I can have, okay, if, if I find a deck that I like and I can stick with it or something that I know can win, mm-hmm. maybe I'll, you know, make a mono red deck just because I know I can win with it on Arena. But I feel like I'm still going to do most of my brewing probably on Moto and I'm going to do, okay. you know, if I've got a deck I love, I'm going to build it in paper. Like that, that's where it's kind of awkward. Okay, I think that that's a, a very valid point. I think that's actually a good idea. You know, if uh, you have a Moto account, um, great place to brew uh still like we said before like the big tournaments and stuff that stuff's competitive pioneer is going to be much always better on moto i think you know if you are trying to uh i don't know qualify for something or if you want mm-hmm. to um how can i say uh you know um get i wouldn't say get reps in but you know if, if you want to have like 
if you want to up your game, you'll always play it on, on okay. Moto, I think. Yeah, that, that probably makes sense. Um, but like you said, you know, if, if you find a deck on Arena, um, if you, I, I mean, I, I was going to say this a little bit later, but I'm going to say as you start building up like your uh, collection and stuff, and that's one thing that might take some time to do, you will have more decks available to you. And to be able to kind of get a feel for the format, especially as we add in more sets and we get closer and closer to, you know, mm-hmm. like a true Pioneer format, I think that it's going to be really nice to be able to just you know pick up and play a deck and say oh how would this how would this you know react in the pioneer format uh, because you know yeah. I, you don't have to like go one or two hours to your local game store to take one deck and try it out and like oh this was a total wash you know I, I this deck was not good because you know true true you know true. what I mean that that's that's one benefit I could see of of having arena. Okay, um, next question. So, like you said, you know, you're you're just starting out. You're just opening up uh, your arena client for the first time. What is your plan? What have you? What have you decided to do? Um, you know, to eventually be able to build pioneer decks. Do you have like a plan or goals in mind? No. So that I would love any input you've got on that. Like, where should I start? You know, is I don't want to grind 100 hours of limited mm-hmm. to be able to play the format I actually want to do. Is there another path to playing a Pioneer deck that, well, I guess now, you know, an Explorer deck? Mm-hmm. Okay, well, let me uh, just give me give you my experience. So, uh, if you, Yeah, where, where do you start? If you haven't played, uh, if you haven't played Pioneer, sorry, if you haven't played Arena yet, um, usually when you download a client and you open up the client, you will get a lot of free decks they they set you up with a large number of uh, of basic decks i think it's like all the rack that's right all the guild colors and stuff like that which have like a, a set amount of some rares some uncommons and some commons so that helps you get kind of get started i think uh the next thing is that there are tons and tons of free pack codes which you can find if you do like mtg arena uh, re- like codes or something like that. Just Google search that and it'll bring up a okay. lot of stuff. So usually a new person starting out can expect to get anywhere from like, I want to say 20 to 30 free packs just from that. And that'll help you kind of get like not only those rares from those packs, but you could also have a chance of opening up some uh, mythic um, and uh, rare wild cards, which is really good. And when you are opening packs, I think for like, every, I want to say it's every six or seven packs, um, you get a either I think you get a wild card for uncommons as well as uh, wild cards for like a rare or a mythic. Like you build towards it with every pack you open, so you get another five or six uh, from opening those packs as well. Uh, so that's like a good start. That's where I would I would start off. Just go online, look for those codes, start downloading stuff. You can also um, get experience points, which are used to uh, increase your mastery, which also give you like free packs from like the newest sets. Um, like you said, okay. Uh, when you uh, how could you say uh, uh, limited? Yeah, you don't want to play limited. You said, but when they do have or when they do offer limited, uh, how can I say limited things? You can also pay money to to do uh, some drafts. That's another good way. To kind of get the cards you need, you know, and if you need cards from Kaladesh, do a Kaladesh draft when they offer it. Or if you need a Amonkhet, some Amonkhet cards, you know, do an Amonkhet draft, you know, when 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 it's offered. And I plan, I think they do plan on doing that in the near future. So that's another thing. Do drafts. Um, mm-hmm. I would also say do the dailies. 
uh, the dailies usually will give you experience points and coins. Uh, like I just did all my dailies yesterday and I, I got like something like 4,000, 5,000 coins, which can allow you to, to, uh, enter into like the traditional, um, uh, not pioneer, but traditional explorer events. And those, uh, usually net you like three free packs and like some gems and stuff that you can use. I also actually, I think I invested like the 2000, sorry, not 2000, uh, $20 to, uh, do the initial, uh, I want to say it's like beginner's package or something like that, that they have on arena. Like I did spend some money to do that. And I think if you're serious, or I'm going to say serious, if, if you've already spent a lot of money, if you're paying for a man trader, it's worth it probably just to do that beginner's, um, bundle thing to get you, you know, like, uh, some some points and cards and, and gems and whatnot. Uh, the other thing I would say when you're starting out is try to focus on just a few colors. You're not hmm. going to get okay. all of the shock lands or all of the other fast lands and stuff. If you like, you know, Rakdos, get the Rakdos stuff. If you like, um, you know, Azorius, get the Azorius stuff. Try to focus on that. Think of like what kind of decks you like to play and just do that. I have focused on Rakdos for the last few seasons, so I have pretty much all of the mm-hmm. lens, and I've been getting some of like the, the staples as well, like uh, Thoughtseize and whatnot. So I can pretty much build Rakdos Anvil now. I can build Mardu Greasefang, and I can build uh, Black Red Midrange. So it gives me a lot of options like that. So that's my recommendation, is that you should try to get color combinations that kind of give you the, the most opportunity to play a, a wide variety of decks. Okay, that sounds good. Whew, sorry. So yeah, that's that's my uh, advice. <laughs> so you know, now that I've said that, I mean, do you have any other questions, or can I ask you another question? Uh, no, go ahead with another question. I think that's a good place to start for me. So I would like to take actually take a look at maybe some of uh, you know some of the content that's it's out there from a couple people, and uh, kind of discuss what decks we can build right now. And I think I sent you a link. I know that you know Darth Jason had it, uh, some content out the other day, and, and also Dom Harvey uh, posted. Mm, okay. uh, uh, how can I say? Posted a uh, an article the other day about what you can build. So I thought uh, you know we can kind of just kind of go through these decks, and uh, you know you can kind of tell me if you'd be excited to to build any of these. So. Uh, if you want to take a look at that link, the first deck he mentions is uh, Naya Winoda. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that, this I've heard is that when most of Winoda's on there. We were missing one of the Monodorks. But uh, other than that, deck looks pretty much in place. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's a good thing because that deck is one of the top decks in Pioneer. Mm. So if uh, other decks in Explorer are weakened, then it might be a little bit too powerful. And... Uh, We'll see. I think that it's probably at risk in Explorer, you know, just from the initial what I've heard. Like, this, you know, that'd be a really, really early call if mm-hmm. I were to say, oh, it's going to get banned. But it's a very powerful deck, and it's not a very fun deck to play against. If it ends up being a huge meta share in Explorer, mm-hmm. that would be a reason enough for them to consider banning it, especially with it already being banned on Historic. Mm. Um, very curious how that would impact pioneer in the future whether you know once they get closer if they would take it off the ban list Mm -hmm. or if they would just ban it in pioneer to to match but um yeah definitely winota is a great place to go if you guys haven't played the deck you know it's it's fun first a time uh to me the games look very (laughs) yeah the games you play with and against it tend to look very similar so it's not my favorite deck uh but it is 
it is a popular pioneer deck. It's one that it's smart to get comfortable mm-hmm. with. You can do well at tournaments to play with. Like, it's a perfectly respectable choice. Yeah. Yeah. It's the, perfectly respectable choice. It's the splinter twin of uh, no, it's not. <laughs> but you know, you, you got to respect it. You always got to respect it. I've only yeah. I've only seen it a couple times. Uh, I mean, I'm playing over here from okay, Japan, that's so good to hear. in my that's, time that's nice zone, to hear. it's not so bad. And uh, I have yet to lose to it because I'm playing Mardu Ooh, and I just okay. have a crap ton of removal. So. I know exactly. The more you play against it, Usually. the more targets, the more things you know what the thought sees and what to kill. You know, like bolt the bird, bolt the bird, bolt the bird. Um, but yeah. All right. The next one we have is John Citadel. And I don't know if they actually post it down below, but John Citadel slash uh, Anvil, I would say, are, are, is another choice that you can play. It's a little bit different from the Pioneer version. So, okay. So this one has like the Priest of the Forgotten Gods. Uh, Woe Strider this is kind of more like the tr- traditional um, John Citadel deck, not the new one that's kind of like a, a, a how can I say, hybrid of the uh, John Citadel slash um, uh, Anvil deck. So what do you think? How do you feel about John Citadel being viable in Explorer? That's good. And that makes sense. You know, it, a lot of... Uh explore decks you know a lot of historic decks i understand had a lot of the sacrifice kind of cards already so it makes sense that that would be a popular one to go ahead and play right away um i'm trying to see if there's anything big here that's missing in my book you know like we've got the citadel we've got coco uh i don't know it looks like the list is a little different and i'm trying to put my finger on why exactly no corvo uh, you know i don't think they've got the oh so no corvold if it's corvold is, is corvold he, he's in Arena? yeah he's in it they just, yeah, he, you know, he may be more of a sideboard card. Yeah. Um, I don't see the, like... Oh, it's literally the card I forget the most. The green-black uh, Devoid creature that makes a uh, Eldrazi when it enters. Uh, is that the three-mana one? Yeah, the three-mana one. Uh-huh, that's Grys. Yeah. Tomb Raider? I don't know what it is. No, I don't know the name. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I always forget the name of that card. No, this looks reasonable. I think that this is, uh, you know, again, it's a Lenore or Elf deck, mm-hmm. it looks like. Um, that That's interesting. I was going to say it's always a Goose deck, mm. but... It's got Goose in there, um, too. Like they're playing... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think Goose uh, is probably going to become a lot more important in the Explorer format until we get... I don't think we have Elvish Mystic. We have Lenore Elf. We don't have We've got Lenore Elf, yet. but not Elvish Mystic. Yeah, that's a big thing. I, I think a big question is going to be kind of... I feel like this looks like how the Pioneer list looked several months ago mm-hmm. and then pioneer is like hmm you know maybe cat oven's better mm-hmm. maybe corvold in the main is better maybe uh anvil is better so i think that maybe this list that don probably posted is a pretty good one mm-hmm. but i think that that is not a settled list yet i think that there's gonna be a lot more question on how to build a sacrifice deck in explorer than there is on how to build that winota deck mm. All right, next deck he has in there is Orzhov Humans. He talks about how, like, you know, we're missing a lot of the payoffs and uh, a lot of the uh, multicolor cards like Mantis Rider that kind of make five-color company uh, work, you know, with the company and humans, the other humans in there. So he just goes back to the uh, black-white humans build, which I think was, like, what, tier two a while back. Now it's more fringe. I, I don't know. What do you think? Could this be good? Yeah, I think this could be good. Uh, hmm. And mostly mono Looks white. Decent. Just Kudros. Yeah, mo- I mean, Humans is in a pretty good spot. Uh, so, do they have the 
multicolored lands if they wanted to go five color? Like, do you have mana confluence? Do you have do not have mana confluence? Concealed. Yeah. Hmm. So we okay, have. Okay, so that's a big we have, one. We have the um, uh, Ixalan one. The I forgot what it's called. Not for, forbidden something. That's unclaimed territory. Courtyard. Or yeah, something we, like we have that. we have the other yeah. one, the secluded courtyard as well. We do have both of those. So we have four. Sorry, we have eight of the twelve needed. Okay. So we're missing the mana confluence, and we're we're missing, like we said, like the mantis rider or some of those other you know key cards. You know, that's true. Yeah, mantis rider is not being there. Yeah, Mantis Rider, it's funny because I feel like Mantis Rider plus the Werewolf Pack Leader mm-hmm. are so good together that they kind of force you to go into that five color. Yeah. Um, if we don't have Mantis Rider and we don't have Monocon Fluence, I think, yeah, this is probably the right way to go is go two color. I don't much like Hopeful Initiate. There may be a better option mm-hmm. there. Uh, oh, you do have Thurman Inspector. That's nice to see. But uh, I bet there's another two drop that I might be able to run instead there. Yeah, we don't have all the Innistrad blocks up, but we do have uh, some of like the things that came out with their uh, anthologies. Um, hmm. Next deck, they have Bant Angels. Again, it feels like we're playing Pioneer from a couple seasons ago uh, when, when Angels was really good. This is actually more of a... Uh, I mean, it's still a collected company deck, but they're playing the new Giada in this. And this is going with the, the Glass Pool Mimic route. Uh, and then has like a, uh, a Laura Dawnbringer in there to kind of buff up all of your angels that are going into play. So it's not a. F- I mean, this is what I was saying. Your uh, your angels deck should. Look yeah. Like. This I'm excited about. Um. So okay, this is one of the most exciting things I see, and you know I want to tell you why is because I don't want to buy the angel cards in paper there because go. they have gotten really expensive. Yeah. You know, stuff like even stuff like the uncommon youthful Valkyrie. It's really hard to oh, find yeah. because it was only printed in a certain spot. Mm-hmm. Um. But I'm sure a wild card on Arena costs the same. You know, it's a, it's an uncommon wild card that should be nothing. Yeah, it's nothing. I'm really interested. Looks like there's a lot of rares and mythics in this deck, but I'm interested. I, I think that I might try and build this one because this seems more up my alley. Yeah. It is like all rares, though, other than that one card. <laughs> yeah, but um, again, when like the advice I was giving you earlier, um, getting some of yeah. those key cards, those... Um, for example, staples like Thoughtseize or... Grab the um, Collected Company and see what I can do with companies it. Companies yeah. go into everything. Also, Skyclave Apparition <laughs> um, also goes in quite a few decks. Like Getting that for this deck would yep, also yep. give you uh, the ability to play Spirits later on You know, when, when we get you know the rest of the Spirit card, which we don't have. We'll talk about that in a little bit. But um, Next, we have Mardu Vampires. We can actually do uh, Black Whites. I think people have been playing Black White. It's just a little underwhelming. I think we're missing a couple cards from that, like Gunov Calatus, for example. Okay. That's one thing. Uh, but we got Gifted Aetherborn, Knight of the Ebon Legion. This one's playing Anj, uh, Made of Dishonor, Blood Tithe Harvester. Uh, Edgar mm-hmm. has been seeing play in the Vampire decks recently. It's in here. And of course, we got Four Sorns. We do have, this is not playing the five mana, um, uh, what is it, Champion? Is it the champion? Dusk? Dusk? Champion of Dusk. Is that what it is? Champion of Dusk, the five mana one? You, yeah. That's actually... Yeah, is that... It is legal because it's a, it's from Ixalan, and this goes from, like, Ixalan uh, forward. Or, sorry. Uh, okay. This goes from Kaladesh forward. Yeah. Or is it Alan Kiff? The fact that Soren's in here is nice. That That's good. Yeah. Mana looks decent. Um, you know, I wouldn't mind trying out the new stuff. You know, throw... See if it's good enough to have... Uh, what is he called? Um, the the new seven mana one is kind of cool. 
especially if you're already splashing for red. Yeah. I bet that wouldn't be terrible. Yeah, there was that other, uh, we talked about that before, like on, uh, I forgot what it was. We were talking about uh, results, and I think I said like some uh, Mardu or Black Red Vampire uh, deck made like top yeah, eights and yeah. like it's playing that six mana or like like you would Lord Xander that's the one well, you could do Xander as well yeah if you're playing new cards but the one that had like the uh, six mana Olivia in there oh okay yeah I, I was that, uh, that type of, I was like, the one who's a big fan of that madness type deck I don't know if we have that madness card but that's another idea hmm. uh, I'm not too excited about Murder Vampires but it is another uh, possible deck that you could play. Yeah, I didn't know that Soren Imperius Blood Lord. Oh, yeah, that was only M20, so that yeah. makes sense. It's on here. So that's in there. And that's basically what I want to kind of introduce to you. So, hey, this card is available on Arena. Um, next, we have Rakdos Midrange. I have this deck built, actually. Um, you know, Bonecrusher Giants, Kroxa, um, Graveyard Trespasser, Soren the Mirthless, a lot of stuff that's, you know, kind of uh, a little bit newer here. Chandra Torch of Defiance has been. Uh, printed in here. Call Against Command's been printed in here. Uh, Fable of the Mirror Breaker's been showing up a lot of decks. Uh, so yeah, I, I think this is pretty standard. Um, pretty pretty close to what we have in Pioneer. So, I don't know. Yeah, this looks good. I don't know if you're too excited uh, about seeing all these red-black decks. You haven't seen a lot of blue decks, no, right? I am. I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan of uh, red-black. That's one of my favorite archetypes. I could see this as well. You know, I have a lot of these cards in paper as well, but I could see it being another one where it's like, you know, maybe people are priced out of this in paper, but maybe they can play it on Arena. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know how hard it is to find Mythic Wild cards. There's a lot of those here. But I always feel like it's, it I can have... be easier than it is to find Kroxas yeah. in person. Yeah. Or, uh, you know, oh, you know, Kolagon's Command. That's another one that's really expensive in person. Yeah. Thoughtseize. These are staples. You know, if you have them, they're good in a lot of decks, but if you don't, they can be tough to find in paper. Yeah, if you if you're able to grind the dailies and stuff like that, I definitely think this is a very budget um, replacement. You know, if, instead of paying for a uh, mana trader's account or um, you know having to go out and actually buy the paper ones, being able to you know just get the cards that you want to play before you buy them is, is great. Uh, Shonder Defiance, yeah. Shonder Torch of Defiance, another staple. I think you know you get that you can play a number of of uh, red decks. You know, in in this format, uh, I think there's. Two more. So we have uh, Mono Red Aggro. Uh, Mono Red, you don't have to spend anything on your, your mana base, pretty much. You just need maybe the Den of the Bugbears, which are also staples for another uh, couple uh, decks. So you pretty much just need those. Mm-hmm. Um, again, Bonecrusher Giant, another staple that you could play in a number of decks. Uh, Chain Ruler, maybe that might be using too many of your wild cards. Uh, Rub of the Rich, I mean, yeah, again, maybe. you don't have to go this route. You could definitely just play like an all common, uncommon version of this as you grind um you know out some some matches uh play with fire it's uncommon kumano faces kakazan that's uh uncommon uh even the sideboard you get roiling vortex red cat melee all that stuff i think um you know is pretty easy to get so that's like one of the good starting points for the format i mean mono red's good in every format yeah makes sense to me yeah (laughs) All right, and then uh, Azorius Control. If you want to play some control decks, we so so yeah. Are are the are any of the prowess creatures in arena? We have because uh, that seems to be what's missing here. Is, we have uh, you know, Soul Monster, Scar, Swift Spear, Soul Scar Mage. Yeah, we have Soul Scar, but we do not have Swift Spear yet. Okay. Yeah. All right, so that's another big difference. Is that you know that's a pretty key one drop. Mm. Um. So uh, what else? What else do we have? Uh, Just guy fires. Uh, if you wanted to build a fires deck, we have fires of invention. That's illegal on there. 
Um, you, get, okay. you get your Wandering Emperor and Narset, of course, uh, Agent of Treachery, uh, which I think actually I saw somebody playing with the, uh, what's his name? It was the Transmogrify deck that searches for agents and then puts it back to play. Again, this is like from Pioneer a few seasons ago, but it's definitely playable on there. We're, we're missing, um, what was it? Uh, the, the Wrath, um, the Azorius Wrath, uh, what's its name? Supreme Verdict. That's like one Ooh, of the big cards big we're missing. Uh, but you have Teferi as well. You have um, you know the Five Minute Teferi here of Dominaria. Uh, other than that, I think it's a decent uh, deck. You could go blue white, or okay. you can go Jeskai. Yeah, I see they're going through some Jeskai lists here. Okay, yeah, I think that's all interesting. Yeah, and then of course his last deck is Jeskai Mutate. I don't know about that deck to be honest, <laughs> but it's a combo deck. Hey, I mean, so it's, it's a fun deck. Yeah, I like. A, it's nice to see that there are some combo decks that made it on here. So is Lotus Field not on here? So there's no Thespian Stage. There's no Hidden Strings. That's a big one. And okay, also, yeah, those both had heard it. I think Sylvan's Crying isn't on there either because that's from Zendikar. Hmm. And I assume there's no Jeskai Ascendancy. Yeah, no Ascendancy that hasn't been printed. Yeah, and that was actually my, my next thing. is like, what kind of cards do we need? What cards do you see Is that there no missing? Nykthos? That's another big Nykthos one. Nykthos is not in this format either. We, we still need Nykthos. Makes sense. Um, as far as spirits, we don't have Mausoleum Wanderer. We don't have uh, Spell Queller. Uh, yeah, that's... A, I don't think that deck's playable without Mausoleum Wanderer. Yeah, like, so you, that would be a... Uh, if you played... Sorry, if they printed Mausoleum Wanderer in the next one... We could probably make a mono blue version. You wouldn't have to do both that and Quiller. That's fair. That's fair. Um, Mutavault also uh, is not available. Um, yeah, is there any other cards you kind of see that are missing from these decks? Like something that you think we would need to kind of uh, print to get to a, a closer Pioneer experience? Let me take another quick look at like what I'm not seeing here. So, uh... I, you know, so I didn't see any blue-red deck. You know, I didn't see a Phoenix or a blue-red control. Yeah. What are we missing from there? So back? we have Narset. Uh, we got the per, uh, Perun. What's his name? Uh, Niv-Mizzet in there. Niv-Mizzet. Uh, yeah. I want to say we also have the Days Undoing because that's from Amiket. That should have been reprinted in the online um, Amiket Remastered set. We do not have Collective Defiance because that's from uh, okay. the Innistrad blocks. Pretty much all, a lot of the key cards from Innistrad we were, were kind of missing, I think. Uh, from the original. So what about Phoenix? Is that online? Yeah, we got Phoenix. Uh, we got Arclight Phoenix. We do not have Thing in the Ice. And that's kind of big. That's another big one. I do feel like Thing of the Ice is, is really important to the control version. You could maybe make a Phoenix list without it, but... I wonder, actually, um, there was that new dragon. I think it's two mana. is like the egg that becomes a dragon or something. Yeah, the smoldering egg. That could be something you could put in there in the meantime while you're you know waiting for it. It doesn't wipe the board, though. No, it doesn't. <laughs> uh, what about Lightning Axe? I feel like that's That's in there. That got missing. reprinted in Jumpstart. Oh, okay. So um, I use that in my Murder There we go. Okay. Beautiful, beautiful. But uh, uh, yeah, Mana Confluence, like we said, is another big one, I think, for you know, any of those five-color, multicolor decks. I think Niv-Mizzet's kind of playable. Um, okay, yeah, I was going to ask about like the, the multicolored. You know, is there anything missing? Could uh, we're, I try and missing, brew up an enigmatic deck? Yeah, you could possibly do an enigmatic deck. I think I've seen that before. You have like Othakaya and, and stuff like that. Uh, but as far as like um, multicolored cards we're missing, we're missing Dreadbore, which is kind of sad. Mm, uh, that's a that's an important one for a lot of those red black. Yeah, decks. I like it for my Bractus, but also I think it, it sees play in in Mizzet. Um, 
What's what's Omnath missing? I think Omnath's missing a couple cards. Oh, is Sylvan Carry added? Sylvan Carry added is not in there either. That's that's a big one then. Yeah, that's another big card. Um, so yeah, we got a lot of stuff. Um, and, and while we're on the subject, I, I was gonna say what card, what other cards need to be added. Uh, so like I said, you know, I think Nykthos is really big. Kalatis is really big. Um, Mutavault would be really big. Supreme Verdict. Uh, I also would like to see. I think hidden strings could be pretty. Maybe we don't need that being stage right away if they didn't want to put it in there. But hidden strings would kind of set off the combo. It'd be kind of a worse lotus field, but it would still work. And I also yeah, it's it's an interesting thought is how they want to do it. I, I feel like it'd be tough without a thespian stage, mm-hmm. but you could definitely figure something out. And then also, I think insole artifact is another one that they're missing because that's from N15. They don't have that in there. That could kind of make uh, the blue white insole deck viable. I wonder if they would. Um, I wonder if they would errata hidden strings because one of the biggest complaints about hidden strings is I, I don't know if you've played Lotus Field mm-hmm. on Moto ever. So hidden strings targets two permanents. You have to say yes, you want to untap for each of those permanents, and then you need to decline the um, the cipher ability because it actually has cipher on it as well. Mm-hmm. So it's like five clicks to cast that spell in addition to tapping your mana. I do feel um, arena stream. I could literally stuff. see them. Yeah, you know, like they they changed a Johnny's Pride mate, which used to be a you may put a plus one plus one counter mm-hmm. on it. They just changed it to being plus put a plus one plus one counter on it for the simplicity of arena. I could almost see them doing a functional errata for that card, which wouldn't affect anyone, but would make it more playable if they were to put it onto arena. Mm. So I told you all this information today. You know, we went over a couple decks, talked about cards that are kind of missing from the format. So you kind of have a general idea, I feel. I mean, do you feel, you know, like you have a general idea? I feel much better. I feel like this was, for me, a great introduction to, you know, I've read about what Explorer was, but I'm like, you know, I'm not on Arena. I haven't been paying that much Mm -hmm. attention to it. I now have a much better idea. I probably still need to learn, you know, it would be nice for me to know which cards aren't on arena mm-hmm. that are in pioneer i'll probably learn that over time yeah but for the meantime i'm happy to uh to kind of look at it you know i was gonna say it later but if there's anyone who's like hey you know this is my favorite deck in pioneer i'm thinking about arena i would love to help you put that deck onto arena mm-hmm. um you know I, I love those kind of brewing challenges where you're like hey you've got this limited pool of cards how do i replicate this so if you guys have anything pl- please shout us out please tweet us out yeah it, we would be happy to help you uh to work on something yeah and i do want to you know i don't want to wrap it up just yet i still have like one or two more questions for you but um i, yeah, I do that wasn't my wrap up yeah. just yet <laughs> <laughs> i i do want to uh promote that we i opened up a, an explore channel in our discord so if you have any questions about that uh you want to pass some ideas by people talk about the meta whatever come to the uh explorer channel in our discord so um yep that'd be a great so, place to so like i said i introduced all this information to you now what what's going to be like your your short-term and long-term goal going going ahead like what are you going to do like over the next few weeks you know as you download the clients and start getting a feel for it what are you gonna what's the plan i feel like i'm gonna pick out one deck that i like from the new set and that i know i'll be comfortable with for at least a set or two um so that i can grind out those specific wild cards you know maybe put a little bit of money in to get those specific deck um and be able to play that so i can at least you know see what people are doing on arena be out there you know getting my name into leagues Mm -hmm. grinding here and there and maybe that'll let me get to a point where i can you know test out some fun things on there i'm not ready to say that i'm gonna you know get rid of mono traders and stop playing on moto but um so like but yeah I'll, I'll give it a shot maybe i'll use it like what 20 percent of the time yeah maybe and so that's like your short term how about like long term like in in the long term what would you like to see you know how could i say uh 
where would you like to see um, Explorer be, or where would you like to see yourself be in the Explorer format? I would definitely be more interested in, you know, maybe I could see Arena being my primary online if once they get to the point where they're true to uh, to paper, Mm -hmm. um, I could see enjoying that and, uh, you know, playing that pretty regularly. So that's like two years down the road, like they said. Yeah, easily, yeah. Um, another question, we kind of talked about this a little bit already as well, is uh, what are the benefits, do you think, of building uh, decks on, you know, uh, Arena, like having Pioneer Light uh, decks on there as opposed to having it on Modo? So, like we said before, like maybe you still want to do the big events on Modo and whatnot, and you have the true to Pioneer events on there. But what, what, what kind of benefits do you see of having both? I can see arena being better for kind of the the decks that are in meta you know if you're buying a obnixilis deck and you need to get four obnixilis on moto that's going to cost you like four hundred dollars right now you mm-hmm. know this weekend they're going for an insane price mm-hmm. because um more even than paper the best cards from a set get really expensive on magic online mm-hmm Whereas in Arena, you know, buying four Obnixilis is going to cost you the same as buying four, let me think of some really bad uh, mythic from a recent set, you know, if you're buying four Jingin Taxes. There you go. You know, Jingin Taxes is probably like a dollar or something in, in paper. Mm-hmm. It's probably, you know, 25 cents on Magic Online. It's one mythic wild card in Arena. Mm-hmm. The same as what Obnixilis will cost in Arena. Yeah. So. That means that you get you don't get to play all the fun decks. You don't get to try out fifty different fun little decks, which you could do for cheap in paper or online. Mm-hmm. But if you want to play the best deck in the format, that will cost you no more than you know any other deck would cost. So it, it I feel like for, because of that, Arena is a lot better for playing like the net decked deck, the best deck in the format. You know whatever's in meta, rather than playing fun stuff. Mm-hmm. So I'll continue to do my fun stuff on the side. And maybe I'll play Arena with like a serious deck, which uh, so you know me, I don't take anything too seriously. One of the things that I was uh, talking to uh, people online about is that they really like just how fast the games go on Arena. I know there's going to be some people that rope you out earlier on, especially if you're like going through bronze and silver and gold, you know, ladders and stuff like that. But uh, at the higher end of the spectrum when you get to like mythic and diamond um you get some really good games in there and i think the games go rather quickly as well um i know that when he was saying like when you use moto and you want to change decks you have to kind of like you know re-import everything you know using your mana traders account where it's this is just point and click you can jump from deck to deck to deck to deck very quickly um on arena and i think that's something that you know is definitely a benefit if you are uh, short for time um also i was going to say you can play this on your phone once they get that fixed um <laughs> oh is it not is it not working right now? i heard that's one thing i heard it crashed but you know Ooh. it's it's nice okay. to um be able to like direct uh direct challenge one of your friends on on hmm. uh, arena and just hey let's let's jam some games let's practice you know uh before you know this event or something you know you don't have to do it in front of your computer you just do it right from your phone that's something that you can't do on moto right which i think is kind of another benefit um and, okay and i guess one last question then when they do eventually have i don't know 80 90 percent or let's say 90 90 95 of all of like the playable pioneer cards on arena do you think you will still be playing Modo? Unsure at this moment. I want to say that I still will be, mm-hmm. but 
it's it's questionable you know it depends on uh what both economies look like like if i can't play fun decks on arena i won't be playing mostly on arena because i'd rather you know make the currency on uh on moto mm-hmm. well the so they would, they would need to be fix better, their right? uh, yeah they would need to fix their economy yeah yeah definitely all right well that is pretty much what i wanted to do today i think i uh you know, I attempted to get you to, to download Marina, and I think I succeeded. Hopefully. Yeah, I'll go give it a shot. Um, hopefully I can do it on my phone, because that would be uh, slightly better. Especially because I felt like I had to... You know, I didn't play Arena very often, and mm-hmm. it felt like every time I was like, I'll jump on for one game, it would have to update. Mm. <laughs> you know, every week it would fully reinstall or something. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. That was a long time ago, though, so maybe it's gotten better. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to hit us up, we're going to be playing some on Arena, I'm sure. Uh, you can also talk to us about anything that's Pioneer or Explore related at MTG Pioneer. We are the one and only MTG Pioneer. That's the best place to follow us and to find links to our Discord and other ways to uh, to get information. Yeah, we're the first Pioneers. Yeah, we're not the MTG <laughs> yeah. Pioneers. Um, but uh, What did I say? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We're at MTG Pioneer. Yes, uh, so uh, I just want to one more th- say one more thing before I give you uh, my shout-outs. And uh, that is that, uh, you know, we won't be doing this too often, but I would love to revisit the Explorer topic from time to time as the uh, new new cards are, are released. So, like, maybe the next set, um, set review we can talk about, oh, how is this going to change uh, Explorer? Or if they uh, eventually release a new anthology or if they release a new... Um, uh, remastered set i definitely want to revisit you know this kind of topic in the future so you can expect more not in the near future but definitely you can expect more sometime in the future and if mm-hmm. you guys want to follow me you can find me on twitter at uh, yo japan hobbyist and yeah that's gonna do it thanks for listening all right uh thanks everyone for listening we hope to be your go-to source for pioneer information online we are the first pioneers and we are exploring out